Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. Today we're going to be talking about The Ladder from Around the World in a Day, the penultimate track of that album, recorded on the 23rd of December 1984 at the warehouse on Flying Cloud Drive in Eden Prairie, um, released on the 26th of April 1985. Uh, on the track you have Prince and The Revolution, uh, Bobby Z, Brown Mark, Wendy and Lisa, Dr. Fink. You also have Susanna doing background vocals. Uh, you have Sheila E, saxophonist, Eddie M playing saxophone. Uh, and you have Taja Seville doing background vocals as well. Uh, she would later record an album, um, you know, which Prince had some uh, some hand in writing some of the songs. Uh, you also have uh, a couple of violas, a couple of violins, uh, Susie Katayama and David Coleman on cellos and a couple of people on stand-up bass. So there's a, a small string section on this. It was written by Prince and his father, John L. Nelson. It has quite a piano-driven line going through it, so my guess is that's probably where John L. Nelson's influence came from in this song. Uh, the track is 5 minutes 26, and joining me to talk about it is Michael Gormley. Hello, Michael. Hello, Darren. Let's get straight into the song. Um, in terms of a genre, it's, it, it's kind of odd because it feels like it has kind of like a... A gospel feel to it, I would say. Yeah, it's gospel-y. But with uh, mostly kind of piano-driven. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of people doing background vocals. Brown Mark, Wendy and Lisa, Susanna, uh, Taja Seville. So, you know, there's a lot of background vocals kind of back in Prince Up. He himself is also, you know, obviously playing the piano quite prominently. It's, um, it kind of trudges along. There's like a kind of... Prince kind of starts out with this weird kind of like tale where he talks about once upon a time in the land of Cineplenty. There lived a kid. There it, lived a it's king. It's story time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there lived a king who didn't deserve to be. He knew not where he came from nor where he was going. He never once said thank you, never please. You know, most of like the first kind of two verses are just this kind of this introduction to this place of called Cineplenty. You know, Prince mentions now that the king had a subject named Electra. Maybe a, a, a hint at the fact that Carmen Electra would one day take that name. Who loved him with a passion uncontested. For him, each day she had a smile, but it didn't matter because the king was looking for the ladder. And then everyone comes in with the chorus, um, you know, which is, you know, everybody's looking for the ladder. Yes, everyone's looking for that. Everybody wants salvation of the soul. The steps you take are no easy road, but the reward is great for those who want to go. Um, now, obviously, on the on the cover of the album, there is a in the middle of the kind of collage, there is a ladder at the fold. Um, you know, one of the few kind of um, hints at the songs on the on this collage. Um, and, you know, Prince never kind of, I mean, he, you know, obviously he's talking about salvation of the soul and, and, you know, the ladder and steps and stuff. But he never really kind of gets very specific about it. He just he just calls it the ladder. And that's pretty much it. Barely out of the box, religious, you know, storytelling, gospel. I like as well how, you know... Everyone doing the backing vocals sings, you know, the chorus, but Prince kind of talks. He keeps with this kind of this this kind of talking over the top. So as everyone sings, everybody's looking for the ladder. Prince kind of then like a beat behind is like everybody's looking for the ladder. And then in later verses, he starts to kind of sing, but like, you know, a step out so that he's his vocal line is more prominent than everybody else's. We're in his house and he is our pastor and he has a choir with him as well <laughs> and he's he's you know this the, the kind of the second verse is about him talking about you know a feeling of self-worth 
um, will caress you. The size of the whole world will decrease, and God's love will undress you. And time spent alone, my friend, will cease. And of course, <laughs> as a counterpoint to that, you have the everybody's looking for the answers, how the story started, and how it will end, which is like kind of sung against Prince, kind of doing these verses. And I, you know, I like the construction of the song. It's, it's, you know, um, it's, it's kind of got this kind of very plodding pace, but. It allows the kind of the different vocal lines to be balanced against each other and, and, you know, things don't get too fancy that way. But, you know, you have Prince with one line and you have this chorus that are uh, almost like a gospel choir kind of backing Prince up all the time. I mean, above all, I feel like the song reminds me mostly of just Purple Rain. <laughs> like, it feels like kind of Purple Rain if Purple Rain the song just kept going and became progressively more <laughs> religious. Or, I mean, extreme <laughs> like much more religious like it basically if the song purple rain converted to christianity like midway through <laughs> i guess it does kind of have the same kind of tempo doesn't it as the opening of purple rain yeah and the uh, drums kind of sound similar and the keyboards kind of sound i mean it's not like it, yeah. it's not one-to-one -one exactly the same there's like a different chord structure but, and it starts with the strings this time instead of putting them at the end of the song. <laughs> we get kind of, you know, the chorus like, once more and then Prince talking. It kind of then turns into this thing where Prince keeps saying over and over again, you know, everybody wants an answer, uh, how the story started, how it will end. Um, and, you know, over that, the, the kind of the choir keeps against kind of counterpointing everything that Prince is saying um, until we kind of... Uh, you know, get to the end where Prince kind of then goes, will it be lonely in the world? And then what's the use of half a dream? Um, have to climb all the steps in between. Um, and, and, you know, there's a there's the kind of Eddie M saxophone kind of um, weaves in and out. Uh, you know, there's a few kind of like, he never gets a, like a solo, but it's quite prominent in the, in the, in the mix. Um, you know, and there's a, it sounds like there's a harp at one point. <laughs> there might've been, it's a fairly it's a fairly lush number altogether. Yeah, I do I do like the production of it. I mean, you know, like we say, you know, it doesn't really get that specific about what the ladder is. Um, it just kind of keeps repeating about how everybody's looking for this ladder. Maybe once we find it, we'll know what it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's and it's funny because there are little there are a lot of pieces of Prince's kind of mythology, if you will, that kind of recur. Uh, throughout his career you know stuff like you know in the thanks to various albums he says may you live to see the dawn um and obviously you know he, on this album he outlines paisley park as as being a you know a, a place in your heart um you know please don't come to my house <laughs> um you know so there's there's various little pieces of, of kind of you know uh, prince's mythology but the ladder is never one that Prince really ever kind of revisited. It's like this idea that he put out there. Um, he only ever played it live, you know, on a couple of tours. Um, and he, you know, on his most on his final tour, he did a little bit of it just with the piano. But he did, he never really kind of pushed this idea of, of being a place. Whereas like Paisley Park, you know, he played quite a lot and, you know, became the name of his studio and everything else. It just feels like he had this idea of, you know, this this way to be kind of, uh, you know, to get salvation. But then he he never really fully formed the idea and he never felt the need to kind of revisit it. He has some better ballads than this if he's going to pull one out in a concert, I would think. 
but personally, I would say for me, it's a, it's a four out of five. I wouldn't say five out of five, and I think it's because I enjoy the kind of the chorus and Prince's kind of you know preacher. Uh, kind of over the top and i think those kind of that's kind of like the most interesting thing in this um in this song you know it's it's not without its merits it, it's a very it's a pleasant listen i just for me it feels a little like he just did this <laughs> in terms of where this sits yeah. in his discography like uh, purple rain i feel in general casts a long shadow over around the world in a day in a lot of ways and kind of no more so than in this one yeah i mean interesting of course that this isn't the final this isn't the final song no uh, because, yeah you know. we're about to go into like hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah it feels like this it feels like and i you know i'll probably say this as well on on uh, on temptation as well you know the next track it feels like they should have been the other way around that temptation should have led into this and this should have been the final track and you know the ending should have been the end of the whole album um, yeah. But you know, he 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 went a different way. Yeah, well, it it all like both Purple Rain is both there, and he's also sort of like moving both away from it and towards it at the same time. And- I I wasn't able to find. I was able to find a few cover versions on YouTube, but not any. They were just like um, people doing kind of like live tributes after Prince's death. Uh, they were just people on guitars, and you know, the, I wasn't able to find anyone who had kind of um, professionally covered this song. Um, and like I said, you know, it wasn't really one that Prince ended up performing that often. Uh, you know, I think you, Prince would go like a decade before he he played it live. Um, you know, uh, he played it on the next tour. And then after that, it, you know, it wasn't until like kind of 2000s that he performed it again. And like I said, kind of on the final tour, he, he, he anything that was kind of piano based, he seemed to return to for those final kind of couple of tours. Um but yeah, you know, not not a terrible song. It, it goes down easy enough. Just it just feels like it could have been slightly more, you know, firmed up. Like it feels like. I mean, obviously, it was recorded like two days before Christmas in nineteen eighty four. So I'm feeling that everybody had other places to be. Um, you know, uh, Prince being such a taskmaster, obviously he had the idea. And, you know, Temptation was recorded like the day before. So, so obviously he was trying to get some tracks out under the wire before he had to put them onto the album. I have this image of Prince as Ebenezer Scrooge now, and I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the film he should have made. Um, yeah, so Princess I guess Christmas there's nothing else. Carol, I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess there's nothing else we can say about this song. So uh, let's go to any plugs then, Michael. Do you have anything you wish to plug? I can be followed at, at Mike Gormley. Great stuff. You can find us on Facebook at uh, Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us. Don't know why you would at Prince Trap by Track at gmail.com Thanks once more for being my guest, Michael. Thanks for having me, Darren. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. I have to go now. I don't know when I'll return.